Hello, and welcome to Boss Talk, a podcast about Bruce Springsteen. My name is Michael Antonelli. And I am Sean Comstock. And we'd like to welcome you to episode number one. Well, what is this show, you may ask? Well, Sean here and I are two good friends who love the boss, Bruce Springsteen. So you guys are going to ride with us as we go through the, the boss's catalog, album by album, uh, track by track. And uh, we're going to go over it. We're going to tell him what he did wrong, first of all, what we would do right. And then, you know. He all that yeah he ain't perfect he ain't perfect he, ain't he slipped perfect. up a little bit he ain't perfect so a little background on us we're longtime friends right oh yeah first grade yeah 1993 um and we're both boss fans and we you know we live in the working communities of delaware <laughs> De- or delaware county and he speaks to us. Yeah, he does. He, I mean, that's that's always he's the working man's hero. That's absolutely right. And and we're friends that have done, you know, we we've done a lot of fun creative things together in the past, whether it be feature films that we've yes. made. Yeah, many feature films. Uh we had a nice mixtape business going for a while, mix CD. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uncle Monkey's Magic Forest. If, Beautiful. If anyone has one of those yeah. lying around, they might be worth money. I someday. think I still have one in my old Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> They're great. They're great. But uh but yeah, so you know, we're in our thirties now. The world seems to be coming to an end. Yeah. So it's like, why don't we do have one more creative endeavor before they shut the lights off here? Yeah. You this know, is usually where Bruce Springsteen speaks to most people. You know, things aren't going so well. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to happen for the working men of uh, the United States. You Absolutely. Know? Times are tough. Yeah, I think, that, and I think that's why his music appeals to, you know, a, a, a large variety of people. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, the, first, I'd like to ask you kind of your personal history with the boss if you will like when have you always been a boss fan or or what i mean my i my parents are older um my dad's 75 and my mother's a little younger but you know they're they're just older and i've always you know acclimated to their their musical taste and uh besides that my oldest brother he's always kind of like classic rock and Mm. always had classic rock cds laying around but um you know, I was always just hearing the hits, and uh, for me, you know, hanging out in your basement yeah. and just having your dad playing albums all the time, <laughs> that's where I really started to love the boss, you know, so that house is sacred ground to this day for, for that reason. Yeah, yeah, my dad is a, certi- he's a certified Bruce freak, yeah. you know, way more than us. And, like, just hearing his stories about seeing Bruce in person and feeling, like, his passion for Bruce, it made you want to love the music. Yeah, yeah. And, I f- and you know, same thing. Like, he would always play it, and I'd be like, you know, at, at first it was like, oh, that's my dad's music, whatever. I want to listen to Blink-182 only. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you mature a little bit. Then, it, I mean, everyone always loves Born to Run or whatever. Yeah. But, but then uh, I remember specifically a summer spent mostly at the beach uh, when I was like a young teen. And um, yeah, I'm not, I was never very good at, you know, the thought of making friends with strangers is completely foreign to me. Yeah. Talking to a stranger that's a girl, get the fuck out of here. Not happening. So I remember this one summer, particularly the album, uh, the second album, which we'll do in episode two, Wild and Innocent East Street Shuffle, yeah. uh, really uh, just sunk into me deep and 
took over my DNA. And from that point forward is when I would just start listening to all the albums, all the songs, and, and just loving them. But we've talked... This isn't just going to be every episode us gushing over how great these albums are. It's going to be like that for a while, but we have talked. Yeah. You know, there's some dark times in the catalog. Some stuff you and I have never even listened to, I think. Yeah, yeah, without doubt. So, I mean, we're kind of going to learn with the uh, the audience, too. So, I mean, even if you're not a, you know, Bruce fanatic, I'll, I mean, I'll tell you what personally did it for me that kind of sent me into really getting into his catalog besides your father. Mm. Just the first time you hear Clarence Clemens mm. blast on that sax. Yeah. And just like a monumental solo. Yeah. You know, it was probably Jungle Land. And yeah. Once you hear that, you're like, wait, there's a lot more here. Yeah. And then you start like, you just start dissecting the sound in your head when you hear it and you realize these guys are just like partying on stage and every one of them is so gifted in their craft, whether it's drums, everybody, they're all perfectionists. That's the thing. Like it's Bruce is the guy, but the E street band is a great band. Every member of the band is so fucking good. Like it's, it is insane. And, uh, we'll get into it some as we listen here, but this isn't the current form of the E street band, but this is definitely early E street band. Of course, we're talking about this week, the great album and look at that it's a great cover yeah i like how colorful it is greetings from asbury park released in 1973 i believe and we're gonna go through it in a little bit here but but yeah just like the yeah it jumps out at you so when, I, when so I, me good. develop when i was developing the vinyl collection there was a record shop in scranton and when you walk in you know this is the first thing that jumps out at me all the colors on it fuck yeah it just it looks like a postcard it's like hey I'm from, you know, yeah. New Jersey, the beaches. That's where I live. This yeah. is a little bit about me and my band. Jersey know? Shore. And uh, I wonder, because I wonder how much of the love of Bruce is that he is a Jersey Shore guy. You know what I mean? Uh, Billy Joel, for instance, is a New York guy, yeah. Long Island. So I don't have that connection with... I don't know if that has anything to do with... Or is just his music so good? Because the Jersey Shore is a very small area. Bruce sells out stadiums all across the globe. You know yeah. I mean? So there has to be something more than that. But he is kind of like... Kind of a hometown guy, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's what... Because honestly, I him you know being from new jersey that that was kind of an afterthought like, right i was already deep into the music by that time yeah but i mean where's he where he's from i mean you know i was just Free hole. yeah i was just i was just out there today you mm-hmm. know dropping um shannon's sister off and yeah it uh when you drive through these communities they're just working people it's and hard that's travel, what uh hard living yeah. you know thankfully you told me uh to you know, start perusing his autobiography, and uh, I've been listening to it on tape. And have and, you? Yeah, it's it's, good, I, right? I'm about halfway through. It's it's really good. He's and it, he reads it too, which makes it so. Oh, it's it's good. awesome. It's like so honestly, <laughs> as, as I was listening to it, I was like, I'll probably listen to this again at yeah, some point. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I, I went back and in preparation for this, I was listening to like the chapters about this era. And, yeah, so I actually just finished him. You know, talking about Clarence Clemens and like, oh, yeah, after he died. No, 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 the the, intro. Yeah, so um, I'm basically, uh, they're talking about, you know, darkness at this point. Oh, wow. Jimmy Iovine, so that's where I'm at right now. That's fucking great. But, yeah, so, you know, a little bit, we could talk about this. You know, Bruce is just a fucking, (laughs) just a fucking 
poor Jersey kid that just all he ever wanted to do was play music, and he just kept doing it and getting better at it, and then eventually he got a break. But he was signed originally in the wake of Bob Dylan being a huge fucking hit as like a acoustic guitar folk singer. Yeah. But Bruce Springsteen's he's a hard rocking man. Yeah, and you definitely you see the you see a lot of Bob Dylan just in this. It's For like, sure. Yeah, that's that's probably you know this album's just mostly probably inspired by the by those songs that he heard. And I feel like it, that was like the knock on it, like when it came out, it's like this guy's just like a rip off Bob Dylan. Oh, or whatever. I'm sure, yeah. But nah, man. Yeah, there's definitely more to it, and uh, it's got it's got a it's got like a. A hometown working man's grit to it, all yeah. the sound, even though it's got that folksy kind of yeah. vibe to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's uh, it was it was super interesting listening to uh, the book when he got signed. It was like old school, like it was in the old world of music, and like oh, yeah. he went to a recording studio where everyone was dressed in like suits and ties. It was yeah. very professional, and apparently it was a fight the whole way to get the album recorded how he wanted and stuff. Yeah. But, and right before the like he got signed and he was like dirt poor like he had nothing but um yeah the i mean you know they these artists because they're all sort of contractual uh issues which are almost irrelevant now i think there's just too much information out there for somebody to get sucked into a really poor contract but uh you know that that's kind of a fascinating part too because you you really when you hear stories like that you find out um, some musical artists, the things that they just won't compromise, yeah. won't both back down from, you know, mm-hmm. and it comes, you know, it comes out when you hear it. Yeah, yeah. But now, of course, you know, he's a god. He does whatever he wants. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So let's see here. Let me look at this. I'm holding the vinyl in my hands now, and this I feel like is an original vinyl, right? This is like. Yeah. Um, I I don't that guy. He wouldn't. Uh, it was all hand-me-downs like uh, people coming in and selling them the best (laughs) so bruce on this album plays acoustic guitar electric guitar conga harmonica plays bass on blinded by the light bass and piano on spirit in the night wow and then vincent loper lopez on drums no longer the drummer yeah uh clarence clemens on sax gary talent on bass who's still with them Who's fucking awesome? I don't feel like he doesn't get enough love at yeah. all. Bass players rarely do, but well, they keep the madness. Uh, man, it's so they, good. They hold it together. David Sanchez on piano and organ. He was the one we were talking about this. The year. gravy train. The, yeah. He left right before the gravy train. Isn't yeah. that great? Yeah, <laughs> That's so it just good. just hearing the way he reads it. Uh, yeah. Oh god, dude. Harold Wheeler on piano. On blind by uh, Richard Davis, upright bass on the Angel. But, yeah, so this isn't, like I said, Gary Town stayed with him. Clarence Clements stayed with him. But oh, touching that makes me feel funny. Yeah, it's a great album. It's so good. But, anyway, so like I said, it's going to be good for a while. We're going to have a lot of fun episodes where we're just like, this song rules yeah. over and over again. But, I mean... We're going to get to some periods where it's like, I don't know what you did here, Bruce. And I'm interested to listen to those parts of the books to like his whole 90s thing where he like cuts off. He gets a new band. He's like, see a E Street yeah, band. Yeah, yeah. He does that like weird MTV unplug thing, but he brings his full band and yeah, it's... puts out some 
you know, tunnel love, you know, yeah. some interesting stuff. But he stayed prolific and he just kept making music. And yeah. Then, and then, uh, yeah. So how many times have you seen Bruce in concert? Uh, actually, kind of a funny story. So my brother had, uh, it's another reason I love the boss. Um, my brother had bought me tickets to see him years ago. This is probably back in like 2013. I used to work up at a plant in upper Pennsylvania. Um, and, uh, it was, you know, I, I, I had worked the day of the concert that my brother bought me tickets for, and it just ended up where I couldn't go to the concert. And, uh, well, actually I shouldn't say that. I took off the wrong day. My brother gave me the wrong uh, day of the concert. It was like a Thursday and Friday show. Yeah. So I took off the wrong day because he gave me the wrong date. And the day before he corrected himself. And I went to, you know, my, you know, the people I was working with there. And I was like, uh, you know, my brother made a mistake. Could I have off the other day? And my boss was off that day. So I had to replace him. Mm. So, um, and they wouldn't be cool. They would not it. help me out at all. And that day I was like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it was really a big catalyst for me to get back home and be with my friends and stuff. Right. Right. I was yeah. at that show. Cause I know you were, yeah. I, I just got done so dirty. I was pissed off. It's a great show too. But, uh, you know, Bruce got me back down here and definitely lit a That's fire good. under my ass, you know? Good, good. Hey, I remember now this is your story I'm telling, but I remember, you telling me when they told you they weren't going to give you off, and then you went to work that day and realized how you didn't need to be there. Oh my god! You like straight up told him like you lost the employee you had before. Yeah, was, that guy's gone. Yeah, it was, I'm done. It was a joke. Yeah. Uh, but then we did go to the same show later. So was that the only time you saw Bruce in concert? Was when we saw him at Citizens Bank Park? Yeah, the record-setting concert for yeah. length. It was, was a long show. It was really long. <laughs> it was about the fifth added leg to the River Tour. I don't think he played a song from the River until two and a half hours into the set. Yeah, I think he played uh, Ties the Bond. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Way late yeah, into yeah, the yeah, night, yeah. which was great. Cause like, and that's a, a River classic album that I'm not too familiar with. So, yeah. so I'll, be, I'll be glad to when we get to that. I, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so that was a great show. I saw him once. First time I saw him was like 03. So we're talking like Rising Tour. Yeah. Saw him at the Meadowlands, uh, old Giant Stadium, last row in the building. Ooh. Great show. Uh, I remember, like, I was young, and the, the people in front of us were, like, so fucked up. They were, like, just falling over each other and yeah. stuff. But he put on a great show. Then I saw him at the show you were supposed to be at. Then I saw him at Citizens Bank Park. Always puts on a great show. Puts on a long fucking show. Yeah, they definitely... Uh... You get your money's worth. Always sounds great, though. Yeah. Never yeah. has a, a band you'd have to sit through. It's just him. But uh, he played tons of songs off this album for that concert. I was... I've said it before. Like, he played so much off this and Wild and Innocent. Oh, I, it was It was amazing. like I wrote the playlist myself. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe he was playing these songs. Yeah. I was, like, crying. And he was staying pretty early in his catalog for a while. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you know, like, uh, I like Born of the... I like all his albums. Most yeah. of his albums. But, um... He played Bobby Jean like late in the night. I was like, oh yeah. man, he's not gonna play it, but I wanted to hear that so bad. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, fuck yeah. Um so real quick, we gotta talk about the podcast a little bit because we 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 said boss talk. That might change, but we, yeah. we actually came up with this idea drunken the other night. I can't read your fucking handwriting. I'm not even gonna take a chance. We, we it's like scribbles. We were trying to, I was very messed up. 
And then uh, we were trying, you know, we were throwing around some names. First one you came up with, which is an all time <laughs> classic. Called the lighter side of town, which I <laughs> doesn't make any. I barely get. <laughs> so I guess that's a play off darkness on the yeah. Edge of the lighter side. It sounds totally like a racist podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's safe because... over here on the lighter side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the hungry hearts. <laughs> pretty bad. <laughs> pretty that, bad. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> and, and, uh, oh, I even forgot about this one. The secret guard. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh. So yeah, but we're having fun. We're we're. I mean, I've been podcasting for a very very long time, over ten years, which is crazy to oh think my about. God, yes. That is insane. I uh, originally started the Doom Thugs podcast, which is my mate, which is my first show uh, in 2010. Wow. The first incarnation of it. So it's. Crazy how time goes by, brother. That is crazy. But I'm glad we're doing this now. We're going to have a great time here on the lighter side. <laughs> <laughs> but um, why don't we take a quick break? Then when we come back, we're going to jump into the album. We're going to listen to some of it. We're going to talk about the songs, what we think about them, how we feel. Yeah. How does that sound to Love you, brother? Okay. Great. So thanks for joining us. So we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. On <laughs> Boss Talk. back everybody to the secret garden <laughs> a bruce springsteen <laughs> podcast so i think that uh i i posed this idea that maybe this is the right name for the podcast just in case people don't want to care about bruce as much as we do yeah we could resort to just gardening yeah we'll change or if bruce we get shut down by bruce yeah we'll just we could shift and keep the name and all yeah. the advertising oh i got some nice begonias coming in this week <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome back. Um, one thing I did want to talk about that we didn't earlier was one of the things I really like about Bruce, and he's like right up front with it in his book and his and his and his uh, Broadway show is that he is not these people he's singing about. Yeah, he is a artist. He's a he's a champion of these people, but he's not one of these rock stars who tries to pose as a tough guy he'll tell you himself he's a liar yeah you know what i mean he never had a real job in his life uh, he's just a fucking rock and roll artist yeah he literally actively gift you know perfected his craft to avoid work yes yes which i respect and, and you know he's paying tribute to the he was an onlooker you mm -hmm. know he saw these people living their lives his friends and stuff and mm -hmm. it, it's a tribute to that absolutely his whole body of work absolutely so and i hate you know fucking like like you know like rock stars are so serious about themselves like gene simmons and stuff. Oh, people yeah. that have like no self-awareness whatsoever yeah another another thing i really like is like uh, people some people 
a complaint about Bruce will be like they don't like his voice. Oh. But that's something like I I really have an appreciation for it just because he doesn't think he has a good voice. Yeah, like, yeah. He literally he talks about how like even other sing. people yeah. are like, now nah, you're not the best singer, but yeah, yeah. And like after a while though, he finds it, you mm-hmm. know, and it. And I love I love his voice. Yeah, it 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 never bothered me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But uh, when I found that out, that he just he he does it's not that's not what it's about, no. you know. He's a songwriter. Oh, excuse me. And Whoa. when you're when you're when you're a songwriter like that, the only thing you can have behind you is just a huge band that's loud. Right. All right. And we'll get into it here as we go into the album. Like at this point, the band is not that big, but it doesn't sound like it. Like they sound enormous, and yeah. we'll, we'll get into that right now. So this is track one off of Greetings from Asbury Park. This is, in my opinion, the correct opinion, the best version of this song, <laughs> Blinded by the Light. Here we let's get into it. Now this is the start. This is how he starts his career on on record. Bass going off. Yeah. And the horn. It's just fun. Right? You feel good. Madman drummers, bombers, and Indians in the summer with a teenage so, diplomat. In his in book, he says uh, he wrote the album and then t- turned it in. They were like, there are no hits on the album. So then he went, he said, I got a rhyming dictionary and wrote Blinded by the Light, and he wrote Spirit of the Night as two hits. Yeah. And he got Clarence to play on those two songs, and yeah. it helps, because Clarence does work on this song. Oh, yeah. Into it here. Oh, yeah. Right? Listen to it in these headphones, you really hear the drums and stuff. That's really good. We gotta talk about. So, this song became a huge hit with. A different band. Who? Manford Man's Earth Band. And they right. say wrapped up like a douche. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I think so. At least that's how I sing it in that's my car. That's how it sounds. But I I don't think it's close. I think this version's great. Yeah, see. How, how do you feel? You're, I, I think you're, you, I think you yeah, might. I, I do. I like the other one. You do. Yeah. You do. I just like that it has like all these crazy sounds. <laughs> but this is like, you know, this is. You only get one first track. Yeah, you know I mean, one first. It's album. a killer song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like the other ones. And he like, uh, he, this is he starts now, introducing his insane cast of characters. Yeah. There's got to be hundreds of thousands of characters. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he just says crazy shit in the song. That's a fucking great song. Great song. <sighs> Thumbs up. Definitely. Thumbs up. That's a never skip for me. Like if the album's on, oh. uh, like I'll throw this on and I'll I'm listening to that one yeah. full album. Along with this one. Bittersweet as you get older, right? It is. Track two, growing up. We're doing it right now. Bruce 
piano songs are my favorite. They're great, but my favorite. Like at midnight, suspended in my masquerade. And I comb my hair, it was just right. And command of the night brigade. I was open the plane and crossed by the rain. And I walked on a crooked crutch. I strolled all along to a ball I thought. Came out with my soul on So many good lines in this uh. one. It is hitch different the older you get. Yeah. Right? Does it not? Yeah. For me, at least. So, you know, everyone feels like there's portions of their youth you wasted, right? Definitely. And, yeah. But, you know, people live old as shit now. We're still growing up. Yeah. In our 30s. It's weird when you, uh, when you hear, like, some of Bruce's songs, at least for me, like when I look back on my life, like even like going to carnivals with you, things yeah, like that. Yeah, dude, I start like writing a soundtrack in my head. It's always got Bruce popping. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Because you grow up with them through the albums. For you sure. Really do. For sure. What's for you? I mean, I don't know if it's like that for you, but like um, I listen to his albums completely out of order. Like oh, no, yeah. no order at all. Yeah. So. Um, when you start to really get into the collection, you and you go back and listen to them all through, like chronologically, mm-hmm. you feel it, man. You feel like you're growing up. Absolutely, and we'll get into it because there is a point of absolute heartbreak oh, yeah. uh, between Born to Run and Darkness on the Edge Definitely. of Town. That is so real yeah. and so devastating. But right now, we're just a bunch of kids. Poor kids living on the beach, yeah. fucking around, you yeah. know what I mean? Trying to have sex, and nobody knows what they're like doing. Like living in a surfboard show. Exactly. Yeah, Just I mean. a bunch of idiots fucking being dickheads in school. Yeah. And then, you know, but this is a great fucking song. In the engine of an old park car. I always think that, like, um, I mean, he, he had just... Dodge the draft, pretty much. Yeah. You know, when this comes out. Yeah. So this is what nineteen seventy three, I believe. Right? Yeah. I don't know when he got. Dra- he might have actually got drafted. He in went 68. to. He went to like to the office and. They it got, was right. They he got, got dra- He got drafted right after the Tet Offense. Yeah. Yeah. But he, as he says, like they went in limping and. Oh every yeah. Excuse in he the did book not want to go. Like. No, no. And that's it's another thing you love about him. It's right. Like he he doesn't. He doesn't joke around about that. No. Like he's just like, I I can't do that. I can't be that brave. And you know? a, yeah, and he's not one of these guys that never went to war but sings all these war songs oh, about yeah. being so tough and stuff and like America's the best. Well, that's because, like you said, he admits it, man. Mm-hmm. He, he, he gets masquerade. it. He knows who he is, and we, we love him. And now, next track, get to, you know, a little... S- Sad Bruce, you know what I mean? Mary Queen of Arkansas, you know, listen to this. Just listen. Is he just tapping on the... Yeah. And the fucking harmonica. Dude, it makes me feel like I'm out on the Old West, the song. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, I just got goosebumps. It's not too for I love Bruce's piano songs and his harmonica songs are very close second. Yeah, I'm a sucker for the harmonica. Seems like I should be able to play it, but it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I, th- I think the only way you can really get good at it is if you go to prison. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it might be worth it. Yeah, maybe. I feel like if you were <laughs> trying to teach yourself harmonica in prison, they would just beat your ass. Like, oh, my God. shut up. Stop right. playing that. Yeah, that guy would get raped all the time. <laughs> but this song is... There's a loneliness in that harmonica. You can't... It's hard to put into words. But he just hits it. He hits that chord in you that just makes you feel... Yeah, this, this song, like the, the parts where it really dips down and there's that, that ominous quiet kind of in the sound. Yeah. That's what gets you. And the last line of the song. So I put this in the like the sad Bruce category. This is our first yeah. sad Bruce. Yeah. First two were up, then we go down a little bit. Yeah. But oh man. And there's something about. When you're young and dumb and don't know anything, there's just something different about matters of the heart. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just, you still feel things. You feel them in a different way back then, though, where everything is so final. Everything feels oh, yeah. so huge. So It's the end of your life if something yeah, bad happens. Yeah. And this is just the longing in this song. Oh, yeah. A lot of circus imagery in the first few hours. Oh, yeah. I think that's, you know, that's why I think of you and me. Yeah. You know, we, 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 I think of a carnival, you know, circus, yeah. same kind of ballpark. Yeah. Traveling. Yeah. Traveling Just bait. traveling yeah. people. Yeah. Putting on a show. Yeah. This. I was not born to live to die, and you were not born for queening. It's like, I love you so much, but I know it's not going to work. Yeah. There's a great... We're going to... We're listening to more of this song, okay? There's some absolute murderous lines. Yeah. Can I see the thing? The record? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Listen to this. But on your bed, Mary, I can see the shadow. 
you can hold me so tight and love me so damn loose. Uh, yeah, it, it kills uh, you. Brother, right through the heart. But I know a place where we can go, go. Mary, where I can get a good job and start out all over again. So this is one of his sad songs, but it's also one of his uh, early, I mean, it's, so the first two albums are kind of loose-ish, they're kind of all over the place in certain ways, but there is a theme running through a lot of it about and it's locked in on on album three, Born to Run. About yeah. uh, we're we're getting out of here. Yeah, we are born into this shit town, and we're getting the fuck out. Yeah, something's got to be better. Yeah, and this, I mean, this is a great song on so many different levels. But that's one of them. It's like the you know, it's like everything between us is destroying us. But god damn it, you know, I know some place Me- we could do it. We could yeah. go to fucking Mexico. Yeah. We could make it work. But then it's like. You can't. Yeah. You fucking can't. Yeah, you got to have money. <laughs> right. Right. But we were also talking about <laughs> how much we envy the balls Bruce has as a young person. Oh, yeah. Just like, uh, go to California with nothing. Yeah. No money. All yeah. I could do is play in a bar band, make a couple bucks to make it to the next day. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, I never had that. I... Everything I look back on in my life that I regret are the moments of cowardice I've had. Yes. And it's like he he was able to just avoid that. Like yeah. he just had that thing in him that was like, fuck it. I think there was um there was a little more of an adventurous culture back then too, because like like Bruce talks about it a little bit. Like I think he had even gotten arrested for it, but hitchhiking. Agreed. Like yeah. people just throwing themselves out on the line on a daily basis and not even thinking about it. Right. Like, you know, my dad, he's kind of conservative. He hitchhiked. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. back then was a little crazy, you know? It was part of the culture. It was like, yeah. oh, I got to get cycle. I'll hitch. Okay. See ya. Have yeah. fun. There's, there's no phones to be like, I'm being kidnapped. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I've driven by quite a few hitchhikers. None at no point in any of those stories do I back up and pick one of them. Never up. once. No, no, absolutely not. One guy, I was driving to work one day, and he literally had an orange jumpsuit on, but I didn't know if he was just like a really cheap hunter that bought like this <laughs> cheap orange jumpsuit instead yeah. of a hunting uniform with orange. Yeah, but uh, I drove right past him. See, I, yeah. I might have sped up a little right. bit. I got. He would just broke out of jail. I was trying <laughs> to figure out what jail on, he was yeah. in. Yeah. So let's go back up. We go back up here, which is a, a two-minute song, but what another great one. I love this yeah. song a lot, and I, I think this has some of his best singing on this album. He really, yeah. he really belts this fucker out. Does this boss stop at 82nd Street? Hey, bus driver, keep the change. Bless your children, give them names. Don't trust me. Broadway Mary Broadway Mary 
like right here. With dock workers, trains mixed with panther schemes to someday on the rodeo. Tainted women in fish division perform for out-of-state kids at the late show. Wizard imps and sweat sock pimps, interstellar mongrel nymphs. Oh, Rick said that lady left him limp. You have picked up a hitchhiker? Never, never. I don't know if I've ever seen one. Really? Fun song. Yeah, great, great Fun song. song. Talking to the bus driver. Yeah. Bless your children. Give them names. Yep. Short song. Mary Lou, Rex, Broadway Mary. We gotta start getting a list together. Everybody talks about. Didn't he? I think he said that when he originally got signed and they did this album, he what song was it he played? I think it was the um, the last song on the album. Yeah, he played. It's hard to be a saint. He played a song that like doesn't exist like anywhere that I know. It might be on tracks or something. And then he played one other one. Oh yeah, it was something about being Catholic or something because he was yeah like the Catholic imagery or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, so he got signed by Columbia. Records. Columbia. Yeah. By he went to the building, went up an elevator to a guy's office, and just played played him these songs. Yeah. And he was like, "You're signed." Yeah. Then Mike Appel uh, had connected him yeah. to, to yeah. the, stu- the uh, record company. And if that doesn't happen, we don't have any. It's just it's crazy. Uh, did you watch the documentary on Netflix about Clive? Uh, not Clive Davis. Clive I'm Davis. Clive, Clive, Clive owned Owen, the actor. <laughs> actor. You're like, uh, I don't think that's him. <laughs> yeah, Clive Davis. But it's excellent. He has just signed Megastar. Everyone, Megastar. right? Whitney yeah. Houston. Yeah. Dude. I have not seen it, but uh, it's pretty good. I, I want to. Yeah. yeah. Still got it, man. All right. So I think. So now we're going to the final track on side one. This is your favorite one. This is my personal yeah. favorite. This is one of his I his cinematic songs. I I put it in the category. Definitely. This song is a fucking movie. Um and it starts as a pian one of one of his piano songs. This is Lost in the Flood. Uh let's get into it. One of Miami Steve's like only uh, appearances on, on the sound. It's like yeah. making that noise in the yep. air. This countryside's burning with wolfmen fairies Dressed in drag for homicide They hit and run Plead sanctuary Neath the holy stone they hide you really hear that echo in these headphones. Yeah. Beams and crossing with a spastic's real imperfection. Nuns run bald through Vatican halls. Yeah, these are actually pregnant, really nice headphones. Yeah. You keep conception. them. No. <laughs> and everybody's wrecked on Main Street from drinking unholy blood. Sticker smile sweet as Gunner Breeze Deep. His, His ankles caked in mud. And I said, hey, gonna man, that's quicksand. That's quicksand, that ain't mud. Have 
you thrown your sense to the war? Did you lose them in the flood? So we're about a quarter of the way through the songs, just piano. Just like a piano Bruce song. Yeah. Is that all we're getting this song? Whoops. Just wait. Because I feel like when this song, when the drums kick in on this shit, every fucking time I hear it, it mm-hmm. gives me goosebumps. But this is just like such a beautiful picture painted that I could see so clearly in my head yeah. that should be on film somewhere. This, yeah. this song should be a movie. Or at least like a music video. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy the Saint. Oh. He played this he rides at, at Citizens Bank Park. I was screaming, dude, pounding my chest. This is really good. This is this might be my second So good. That is nothing left that you could sell. Just chunk all across the horizon. A real highwayman's farewell. Piano. And I said, hey, kid, you think that's oil? Man. <laughs> you ever been in a flood? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Well, I mean, my basement flooded. <laughs> Have you? Uh, yeah, yeah. I actually missed work one day because of a flood. Oh, really? Yeah, one of them hurricanes. Yeah. Man. Yeah. This there was no bridge. It just got totally yeah. flooded over. I was trying to go, but. No, the last time, the last big rainstorm we had where everything flooded out, like, I was, like, trapped at the gym. Like, every way for me to get home was fucking flooded over. Oh, I drive a fucking Corolla. I'm going to be one of, like, what am I going to go through this huge puddle? Be and then you'll be one of those guys in the news on, like, <laughs> standing I'm on sorry. the roof. Yeah. <laughs> Help me. We need water rescue. <laughs> rescue me. <laughs> you get that fire engine ladder over here? I can't. I'm gonna, I, I don't want to swim in this murky water. <laughs> Everybody's like, fuck that loser. Every time you see those people on TV, you're like, this fucking idiot. idiot. Why do you fucking even try The best is like when some guy's got some lifted truck and (laughs) they see everybody turning around and they're like, nope, I'm going through. (laughs) And they get stuck right in the middle. Oh, you fucking jackass. You think about all the stuff they have on like cars now, like traction control and all this, you know, crazy stuff. And the cars are just bigger. Like back then, uh, people were probably like, Bruce probably, especially in Jersey, yeah. dude, just seeing cars. There's probably like a billion cars every night <laughs> flooded out on the road. <laughs> it's like one tr- like tow truck company made their, yeah. their money for the entire yeah. year. Yeah. But also cars back then weighed like so much. Yeah. Probably like could drive through more water than a plastic piece well, of Well, yeah, and all the computers in them now, That's they just true. start short circuiting. Just totally shut yeah. down. Uh all right. So Lost in the Flood's great. Now we're on to side two. Uh how do you feel about this next song? We're gonna play The Angel. This might be if I were to skip one when I listen to it. Same. This is probably my skip. Yeah. For sure. That's a nice song. Yeah, it's not a bad song. But yeah, another a down Bruce song. Weird to start side two with a downer. Yeah, especially next album's side two starts with maybe the greatest song ever written. Yeah, but it's fine. Never really connected with me in any way. No. no. Yeah, it's I. I don't know if it's because 
the next one's my favorite, and I'm right. just like, I want that. Oh, yeah, boy. yeah. To skip. Yeah. That's you know, it's nice. The angel, baseball card poked in his spokes. Nice imagery. Baseball But yeah, so next is your favorite, right? Yeah, on this song. It's a fucking classic, uh, and it is called "For You." I know he still plays this all the time. Oh yeah. Did he play it at our I don't know. No, he did play "Does This Bus." Again, like the bass on the sound is so good. Yeah, he he takes off vocally on this song. Yeah, the symbols of this one too. Yeah, kills it. From what I heard, that dude was an actual madman, the drummer. Right? Oh, really? Like, he would be getting fights and shit all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had a concert to get him out of jail. Yeah, yeah. That fucking organ comes in. This is a great, like, young song, young yeah. blues. Yeah, that's. I, I just love that album. Like the, the art. That's so good looking. Simple. It's probably just like a. It's just a postcard they got off the rack. I, I don't know if you've been. You've been up there. Yeah, I went yeah. to a skate and surf I festival tell you, there. I it was like not anything like I expected. Like I think every time I uh, go to like a Jersey beach, I just automatically expect wildwood. Wildwood, yeah, it's not. So up there, that beach is like the ocean's like right there, yeah, poof, like yeah. right off the boardwalk. It's like city beach almost, yeah. like yeah. But it's uh, they've done a lot with it up there. Have they? Uh, you know, um, my future uh, brother-in-law, he 
lives up there, so like, well, used to live up that way, and uh, he said it was pretty bad for a while. Oh yeah, there, it's know? like abandoned. Yeah, so they they dumped a lot of money into the community up there, and it, it's really really nice. Is it? Yeah. I know they have a great pinball museum up there. I didn't get to go to that. It's you know, awesome. it's kind of hard to drag her along for that right, one. Right, right. <sighs> they had a uh, bar there. I think it might have been the Wonder Bar where you could have your dog. Oh, really? Yeah, like I walked by and there were just all these people like drinking outside with their dogs. Love that. Did you go to the Stone Pony by any chance? Yeah, I yeah, I did walk in there, yeah. What was it like? Just a bar? Uh, yeah. Did I they mean, have any, like, pictures of Bruce up in there? Not really. No. Well, it, it, I probably walked by it. I, I was drinking quite a bit. It was a concert <laughs> we were there for. They have that concert venue outside. Yeah. yeah. Gary Clark Jr. was penalty. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, he was great. And th- he had a bunch of blues guys. Yeah. Me. They were all good. That's fucking awesome. I think, I actually think Jimmy Ray Vaughn came out. Stevie Ray Vaughn's brother for Really? For the show. I'd see, that's actually the second time I'd seen him. Is he good? Really good, yeah. yeah. I think he, I think he taught him to. Oh play. wow! Yeah, uh, I love watching Instagram videos of uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan just shredding solos. Oh it's yeah, so dude. fun to watch. So good. Helicopter accident, yeah. right? God bless him. Crash, not really an accident. <laughs> <laughs> I, an accident, I think of like a fender. Yeah, bender. yeah, yeah. Like that thing fucking crashed. Yeah, he was dead. <laughs> uh, so next is probably I'd say the the hit from the album. The song. Oh yeah, this like is if, definitely the. If the you never listened to this album, you've probably heard this song. Yeah, and this is actually, uh, you know, when uh, I'm guessing every artist has this moment where they're driving along, especially back then, and they hear their song in another car, and yeah. th- that was the song for uh, Bruce. Fuck yeah! And I mean, you got it's so good. Yeah, Clarence kills it. So many in this. This song is jam-packed with yeah. people. Could you imagine, like, he sees it a totally different way than you and me. Uh, yeah, know? for sure. Everybody has their kind of yeah. story that plays out. There. Mine is like a bunch of fucking people, like a random group of people that are all hanging out, jump into a car, and go up to a place like your mountain house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lake, you know what I mean? Just partying. Just get fucked up. Yeah. Someone gets their heart broken. Yeah. Some people are crying. People are just fucking. Yeah. I remember this song when I like first started really getting into Bruce. Uh, I heard this song like on the radio or something, but I couldn't find it. Like this was one of the CDs my dad didn't have, and uh, the internet was in its infancy and slow as fuck. It wasn't yeah. easy to search for shit, and I could not find this fucking song. I was like listening to every song on every album he had. I couldn't find it until I finally. One day I just bought this album. Are you, like, are you talking about looking on like LimeWire and Kazaa? Yeah, or just even trying to figure out what it was. The song was called, what oh. album was on, and then I finally bought the CD, and I was like, "There yeah. it is," because the the chorus is so. Yeah. You know, all like, yeah, so, yeah. What are like, you typing a search? Right, right. A greasy lake song. <laughs> 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 like, that's what. I, and back then you couldn't even do that. It was like. 
Yeah, you had still been waiting for it to come on. Yeah. yeah. Fun. There's those bongos. Congos, whatever. But yeah. this song comes on with your pals. Everyone's singing. Oh, yeah. Like the cool. Oh, so good. Yeah, this is a great uh, campfire song. Fuck yeah, this is a warm weather song. Yeah. This makes you feel like it's warm outside. You can feel the heat on your skin. Yeah. You missed it for my bachelor party. Like, I wish I, I had no control of music. I would, like, lose my phone. I yeah. was just fucked up the entire time. Yeah. I never. But I should have played that one. Oh, uh, yeah. We were all hanging out by a campfire. Yeah. Great. There's, uh... Bill, Bill probably played it, and I was so psyched. <laughs> yeah, he was like, "No, it'll be like I played that." You probably like play Fear of the Night. Like, I mean, we just play, it. <laughs> play it. Come on, come on, dude. My advisor party. I'll fuck you up, dude. <laughs> <laughs> my dad tell. Well, when we get to the part, I'll tell the story. Thanks. You just imagine that driving along. And somebody's blasting a song that you created oh, out of thin air God. out of their car speakers. Yeah. This part here. My dad tells a story about seeing Bruce early, early days Bruce. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone would be singing along. And then when this part of the song would come on, Bruce would be like, no, nah, everyone quiet. This is just only I sing now. Like, he would, have, he would do this part by himself. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, it's so good, man. <sighs> Makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. I just want to cry all the time. Yeah, it does have, a, you know, the party's good, but it's coming to an end mm-hmm. in a couple minutes. Yeah. And, you know. Then it's over. Then you're left with that void. Yeah. I've been getting that more and more lately. Like, (laughs) (laughs) are you okay, dude? Like after I had like a, like when we went out the other day and got all fucked up. Yeah. Like after a super fun event, the days after are just so low. Oh, they suck. It's just like, I have nothing to live for now. I was was looking forward to hanging out with my boys for so long. Then we did it. Now what? (laughs) Yeah. That was a great day. Now I'm going to work. That's when this show was born. Yeah, you're right. And someday we'll be driving down the street. We'll hear someone blasting (laughs) this out of their car. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll be like, yeah, we Um, made it. We made it. And then Bruce will send us a cease and desist. <laughs> Stop. You guys are making money off my name. <laughs> I was thinking, like, we should just call it the official Bruce Springsteen podcast. <laughs> Trademark Bruce Springsteen Corporation. <laughs> we should just go. He pull- would be so pissed. <laughs> he would just be annoyed. Like, what? What are you guys? He we'll- would have all these, like, lawyers calling us. <laughs> We'd be like, no, we're not stopping. <laughs> you can't, you can't make us. <laughs> what are you gonna sue us for? We don't have any money. <laughs> we have nothing. We should go up to his house in Jersey and sit out front of his house and record <laughs> this show every week. Now, now the Bruce Springsteen podcast has taken a turn for the worse. We're just stalking now. <laughs> There's a car coming up. Is it him? Is it him, Bruce? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm laughing so hard that the mic keeps kicking out. All right, so it's got to come to an end sometime, and you know he ends it. He ends. He ends the album strong. It's hard to be a saint and in the city. This is what he played to get it's him in the door. Got him here. Got him into our hearts. 
This song's like, yeah, cool. This Don't is sleep on that piano, no. though. I like the current piano player, but this dude was oh, he was so spectacular. Good. Then we'll see it in spades in the next album. Cool Bruce. This is cool Bruce. I'm a cool guy. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what he was selling. Like uh, took like if if the studio that we're doing this podcast out of it just had pictures of like Bruce everywhere like a total psycho <laughs> pictures we took of, like at the supermarket. <laughs> Did you ever see the bodyguard with Whitney Houston? No. The guy that's like stalking Whitney Houston. He has like this little closet that he lives in that's like just covered with Whitney Houston. It would look like that, but Bruce. <laughs> We're just kidding, of course. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that. We're normal guys. <laughs> we wouldn't do anything like that. <laughs> we're going to get shut down. <laughs> we're going to shut it down. Like, the day before this <laughs> podcast even goes out, we'll get a letter in the mail that says, don't even think about it. <laughs> don't try it. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> I remember they in 03 when I saw them they played this at on the encore my dad was so hyped he's so excited oh, happy yeah. they played he this, likes one. this one yeah well he loves the older stuff best and yeah. they're playing a lot of you know stuff off the rising and stuff which we'll get to eventually I love that album yeah mm-hmm. man but yeah so that's it that's greetings from Asbury Park. Yeah, if you haven't listened to them, like you know, give it a shot. Yeah. It's a good fucking album. This, this, is, a, this is a dude starting. Like we're older than him now. Yeah, I, I could I could make this shit. No. <laughs> if I made an album, it would just sound like fucking mishmash trash. And he said, <laughs> I forget. I wish I pulled the quote, but some from his book about how like before your like. Your first album is everything you've had pent up inside you, and it all comes out at once, and, yeah. and you only get that once. And this was his, and I, and it, I mean, it's fucking great. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I don't, I sh- moving forward, we'll think about things like 
looking up how like it did in the charts and stuff like that. But I don't, oh yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah we're thinking on the fly here. <laughs> I'm a professional <laughs> podcast. Just talking about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's talking, Bruce. <laughs> but no, so so yeah, so that was great. Great start. Nine songs on the album for me. One skip. Yeah, know, one skip for you. This is an overall. We got to get a rating system going. So like a. You know, out of five, uh, one through ten, five, ten out of ten, uh, out of ten Jersey, uh, <laughs> Jersey stars, <laughs> Jersey sweet corns. Yeah, this is for me. I give this eight and a half Jersey sweet corn. Eaters. Yeah, we can't use uh, tomatoes because then also is too. <laughs> like we do movies, we're rotten tomatoes. Yeah. So, but this is certified fresh corn. Yeah. In my book, fresh corn. Eight and a half. Do you agree with that, or do you have a? No, that I like that. Yeah. Eight and a half. Good start. You yeah. know, he's not. He hasn't. He. What well, we know because the benefit of hindsight, he hasn't really found it yet. Found the the yeah. clear vision, but we're getting there. And uh, this was a lot of fun, Sean. I'm glad we did this, dude. I had a blast. Good, good. And you know, we got the we got the. We got the rust stuff. We got the yeah. butterflies out. So we're, we're only going to so get better from here. Bruce Springsteen's going to be actually here for the next episode. Folks, we're, we're shooting to have Bruce here for episode two. And it's just going to be like that Farley sketch. We're like, this song, Bruce, I love this. This song's great. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so next next ep is The Wild, The Innocent, and The E Street Shuffle. If you want to pre-listen as a little bit of homework, go ahead. Yeah. Or if you just want to listen to it for the first time with us, that's cool, too. Just uh, filled with uh, summer. Summer album completely. Yeah. Absolute smash hits, in my personal opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, I think at this point in this experiment we're doing here, the number two currently sits as my number one. It's my favorite album. It's but, a great I one. mean, we'll see if that changes as thing goes on. But, but I'm excited to listen to it with you and talk about it. But... Uh, Let's. We should wrap it up here. What should? What song should we go out on? Do you think? We'll hold the secret garden. Secret garden, of course. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Of course. Let me. That's uh, the one. Why? Why? I mean, why did he make this? What was it, was it for? A movie? Was it for that movie, Secret Garden? Right. I know Streets of Philadelphia is for a movie, right? It's Philadelphia. Was this for Secret Garden? We'll have to look know. that up. <laughs> we'll check it out well thank you guys for joining us here in the secret garden <laughs> the secret garden and we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs>